This is the Confessions Hotline. Please record your confession after the beep. So my mom has been trying for a baby and I've been putting plant B in her coffees. I mean, I feel bad, but I don't want to have a big sibling gap age. And I want to be the only child because I get attention, I get money. So I don't know, man. Fuck it. UFA. Hello and welcome to season three of We Should Be Writing. This season we unpack your scandalous and not so scandalous university confessions in association with universityconfessions.za on Instagram. I am Kemakhatu Matlala and today's co-hosts are Mposa Kudi and Elisheva Bohm. Now in today's episode, we take a deep and non-judgmental dive into Confession 964. We discuss the idea of having siblings, the pros, the cons, and the dynamics of not being the only child. I guess we have a lot of things to unpack in this one because we all relate in one way or the other. So let's get into it. I think... Let's start here. This person sounds like they are in university, of course, right? But I think the age is around about 19. 19, between 19 and 23, 24, um, the eldest. I think that's like the, the, the oldest they could be. Because then they probably just left home and the whole time they've had their mother to themselves. And now that they're leaving home, the mother could be lonely and now they're considering another child what do you think um culture has to do with this decision to actually go as far as spiking their drinks for lack of a better word Mpo? i think that um culture doesn't have that much to do with it if the mother was able to stay for so long without having other kids i think you know uh, it's not not so much a matter of culture you know, but in terms of African culture, you know, uh, as Mopedi, I, I think um, families are expected to uh, be plentiful as a sign of fertility and strength of the, you know, the homestead. And there is an idiom in my culture that says, which would mean that um, men have to be um, plentiful and multiply, you know. Uh, for women, it's, it's quite worse because... Um, Women are expected to have babies, and it's uh, it's a sign of their value in society. And when a woman is able to um, have more babies, they are generally respected. And this is, you know, uh, someone that the society looks up to because this person can grow the family. And a, a growth in the family is, is a signal of, you know, prosperity. is a signal of the strength of this family. And, uh, you know, that's just from the African point of view. Ellie? You're Jewish, so how do you think this would work? So just from this person's perspective, um, I don't think that like religion or culture have anything to do with it. But um, age gaps in like Judaism is pretty like normal, I guess. Like big age gaps, like some people and well, the most religious of people are having mother, are having babies at the same time that their mothers are having babies. Um, in Judaism, having a family uh, is huge. Uh, be fruitful and multiply. You know, it's the a Jewish home is a home with children, and um, we have to continue our legacies through children. So I think, um, yeah, culture-wise, in a Jewish household, having kids is, is important. Um, and uh, age gap doesn't really make make a difference. 
um, back here in talking about age gaps. Um, I know that you have some personal um, connections to this um, because um, your mother happened to have a baby at the age when you were 18. Um, so what are your feelings around this topic? I think my feelings around this topic are conflicted, mainly because I, for I think a couple of months after my mom got married when I was 15, I didn't even think they were trying for a baby because my stepdad um, treated me like her, his own. And so I didn't think he would want another child, right? But I mean, still in African families, the the need for a son is always there for some reason. And so that's I think that's when they started trying for a baby a few years later when I was 18. And when they told me, they were shivering. Like, they were, they were nervous. It was a nerve-wracking experience for them. And I remember looking at them in their eyes, and they didn't even know how to break the news. And my mom had to take it up because my stepdad just couldn't do it. And how I took it was quite positive because... Um, and I, I don't think they expected that, but I took it positively. I was like, oh, I've actually at some point in my life wanted to have a child. And now that it's happening, I know I would have to sacrifice certain things. And then my feelings changed about it when he was actually born. And I realized I'm sharing everything now with him. And I was just like, mm -mm, you know, um, but overall, it, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad uh, because I was I already had. Um, siblings that I didn't really live full time with from my dad's side of the family um, because I'm from a blended, two blended families. So on my dad's side of the family, I already had like two other siblings going to three at the time. So, yeah, I was basically forced to accept it. There was nothing I could do. And I didn't think of going as far as spiking my mom's drink. <laughs> Maybe I should have thought of that sooner. <laughs> um, but... You, Ellie, um, you grew up literally around a lot of siblings. You are the firstborn, and after you comes four other children. And yeah, you you had a, another sibling much earlier in your life. So how was that experience? Yeah, so I grew up with four younger siblings. I'm my the first brother was born like 18 months after I was born. So like our age gap is pretty close. Um, and so my mom had five kids within eight years, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. Um, and props to her. I don't know how she's still standing, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, having siblings, it's a lot. There's like pros and there's cons, I think. I've never not had like a cold shower <laughs> every now and then because, you know, we, one geezer, five kids all showering at the same time, Wi-Fi, there's always a war over it, you know, there's fights. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, we are a tribe and we have so much fun and like, I have they like my best friends now obviously like when we were younger it was a bit more tough because of the age gap and the differences and whatever it's like five different personalities it's a lot but uh, I don't think I would change it for the world honestly um I think being in a household with siblings yeah again as I said it definitely has um its pros um and its cons yeah yeah so I, I think I can relate a little bit to that because um um, so living with siblings is hard. Nobody wants to live their life in sideline. As a middle child, you're just there, like 
you're not the first child, you know, and so you're not the ideal and you're not the last. So you're not doted over uh, as the cute baby. So you're just there like, you know, in some other place, you know, and you don't even know how, what, what, what your place is in that family. And, you know, the dynamics of being a middle child, you know, it's quite hard. And there's often this, you know, uh, pressure uh, from the older one that, you know, you have to perform in a certain way. You have to, you know, be good. You have to you know, do all of that because your brother, if your brother can do it, you are expected to be able to do it. Actually, you're expected to do even more. And, you know, so it's it's quite a lot of pressure for the better child. So, yeah, to an extent, I can relate to the confession, but I still think that spiking your mom's string, that's a little hard. Yeah, and I think you, you um, it, it speaks to the stereotypes that, uh, people have around only children or rather like just the sibling um, life where as a firstborn child, you're, you have so much pressure because everyone is like, oh, you have other people looking up to you and you, you feel like you hardly ever have time to just live your life though and make the wrong decisions. Um, you're always looking over your shoulder, thinking about the fact that um, someone is taking example, is looking at you and re is literally going to mimic and imitate everything that you're saying. Um, but, I mean, there's an article that we read, right, by the, the New York Times in 2020 called Only Children Are Not Doomed by Emily Oster. Yeah, so this article that we read... Um it's about um, only children. And obviously, I think when we were having a conversation um, before about this, Mpo was like, sometimes I wish I was the only child. Um, and there's this like glorifying of the only child, the, the person who gets the most uh, attention and whatever. Um, but and there's this whole thing that like, oh, if you're an only child, you're doomed. This is like the stereotype. Um, and so in um, Oster's article, she brings up a bunch of research that came out of Norway. Um, and in this research, um, it, it said that children without siblings um, are actually no more likely to be employed more or have higher wages or have higher IQs. Um, and basically, there's going to be pros and cons on, on both sides of the fence, you know, whether you're an only child or whether you have siblings. And basically in this article, she said that, um, you know, although you might, if with, when you want to decide to have more children because you're expecting to have playmates and friends for your children, um, it doesn't necessarily make your child going to be more social. And just because you have an only child doesn't mean they're going to be the most successful. Um, so, you know, either way, um, I think whether you're only child or you have lots of siblings, research has backed that it really does not make a difference um, in, in the long run, at least. Interestingly enough, though, this research found that birth order matters. Uh, firstborn children, regardless of whether or not they have siblings, perform slightly better on IQ tests. They get more schooling and have higher earnings later in life. And they also score higher on personality measures of academic motivation than later born children. That probably talks to the pressure that I mentioned earlier, right? So she ended the article by saying that siblings actually do not have a large impact on most characteristics that we can measure. Uh, and in the end, neither the deprived younger sibling idea nor the awkward only child one hold 
much water. Parents now argue on the internet saying that having or lacking siblings is key to making your child the best that they can be. And evidence have found that this is not true. Actually, your decision about how many children to have should be just that. Your decision about what works for your family. Over the generations, we've seen how um, liberal parenthood has done away with the idea of having a lot of children to prove a point to people that are not even on this world right now. Because the people that actually embedded all these traditions and cultures in our lives that we've inherited in society aren't even here anymore. And it does not matter anymore whether or not there's a status on, on a family or there's a value to a woman's body or whether or not the fertility is a thing because now we are exposed and educated enough about other forms of having children and that is adoption and surrogacy and all the others. If anything, for me, I feel like the fact that your parent decides to have a child should be something you discuss with them, right? Mainly because you are going to be with that child for the rest of your life. Your parent is likely to live you with that child and you're going to be stuck with them, raising them, having responsibilities, basically having them as your child for the rest of your life. And that is the kind of responsibility that you want to know about and prepare for emotionally. And like, I agree with that on a lot of levels. But at the end of the day, your parents are going to do what your parents are going to do. They're adults. And so I think, um, you know, we can control what we do. And definitely, I think this younger generation has a different idea of family and a different idea of having kids. But unfortunately, we can't control what our parents do. We can't control our parents' generation um, and, and their decisions, you know. Definitely, definitely. Um, having a younger sibling may cause a bit of panic. And there may be reasons this person may not want such things. But facts are facts. Maybe this person should chat with their mom and discuss their hesitancy. We don't get to choose what our parents do, unfortunately. And now we pose the question to you. Would you put the morning after pill in your mom's food or drink to prevent the birth of another sibling? Let us know on our social media pages. We are Vince Vuzela on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And thanks for giving us an ear for today's episode. Do follow us on all these social media platforms as well. Stay tuned for our next set of confessions. Until next time.